All right, it's episode 101, and we have Chris Ilabaca and Chris Thompson on the podcast. Enter the Breach is coming out in just under a couple of days, so so anticipating this project. Obviously, with the lineal magic of parkour in the UK that exists with the Breach brand, it's always exciting to see when they put something out, and it's, again, always exciting when someone in the parkour community wants to put out a paid film and and really elevate us to another level of uh production so we had an awesome little chat i hope you guys enjoy it have a listen welcome both the chris's here to to grace the podcast and let us know about the upcoming film enter the breach i'm so excited so you were just kind of like talking about how how did this come to be and and where what landed you guys into this now breaching for the first time post pandemic, the the first like big Absolutely. project to come out really in the community. So I'd love to hear the story. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's been it's been a minute. To be fair, I'm gonna just jump straight in, and then I'll obviously introduce Chris and sort of okay, explain great. the role that he's took on. So for me, doing this sort of a long form thing as a long form piece has always been a dream of mine to do ever since I was a young kid. I remember saving up all my pocket money and buying a skate DVD. Well, it wasn't a skate DVD, it was a skate VHS. Yes, I'm that old. <laughs> and it was about it was about 18 pounds, which is, you know, it was quite a lot of money at that, that particular time. I'd saved up all my pocket money. Mm-hmm. I went and bought it. And me, Danny, my older brother Nathan, just watched that thing religiously over and over and over <laughs> again. We must have watched it for about two years straight, just like so much inspiration. And it was literally a compilation of our favorite skaters from all over the u.s because that's where the scene was like the strongest back in the 90s and um and that's kind of what inspired me in the very beginning when daniel started doing parkour to pick up a camera in the first place it had that those images of those guys on their skates and the guys out with them filming and making that effort and back then it was i could see the stuff daniel was doing and i could see the stuff from the people that were in the media and in the public eye and i was like wait oh daniel's so much better I was like, Dad, get me a camera. I need to go and film Daddy. And that's where it begun. And for me, doing a long-form piece has always been part of my, in my mind to, to do it. It's always been a dream of mine to do it. And um, obviously, I took that moment where I stepped back away from the community. I think we spoke about it last time on on, on the podcast. And, and uh, I sort of, after my dad passed away, sort of it just gave me this passion to, you know, what I've always been in and around and, I need to do something. I need to throw myself back into it. I've still got more to offer. Um, and just through the the years of working with Breach and getting to know the newer athletes and reconnecting with the community, just put me in a really, really good place. It's a really, really good spot where when I decided this is something that I wanted to do, people just believed in it and believed in me and, and just thought, you know what, I want to I get involved in that project. And from the get-go, people were just jumping on board. And, and we obviously, we planned to do it um in 2019 and it just sort of fallen through we were going i think we originally we were going to go over to the netherlands and do something over in eindhoven and amsterdam and and maybe branch out from there and see where it could take us but then that sort of fell through it sort of fizzled out a little bit and then we planned to do it in 2020 <laughs> i'm sure a lot of people <laughs> plan to do things in 2020 and obviously we know we know what happened there don't need to talk about it because everybody knows what's gone on there but um it was sort of just coming out of the first lockdown so here in the uk things had started to ease we were really blessed with like good weather all the way through the summer so um it seemed like things had started to get more relaxed we were still in a 
lockdown as such. So there was, a, I had a few messages off a few people saying, this is the wrong thing to do. You shouldn't be doing this, but I'm just like, well, you know what I mean? It's, it's been a dream to do it. We're going to limit the numbers. We're not going to tell anyone where we're going. We're not going to allow people to come and join us. We're going to stay in a tight knit group, two vans, accommodation sticks, all of us staying together. Mm. Um, so yeah, so you, you'll obviously learn about it in the film a little bit more about about the story. So I won't go too deeply into it. Um, but Chris, the guy that I'm gonna, I don't know if you can see him on screen now, but the guy that I'm gonna introduce you to is is a long time long term friend of mine who we've worked on projects and things in the past. And as soon as the idea to to do, to do this long form piece came to, to mind into into becoming a reality, he was the first guy that I wanted to contact because I have full full belief in what this man's capable of and this guy believe me man like has been an absolute trooper through this whole thing man like i can't big him up enough um, <laughs> there's going to be some people who already know chris in the community but get get over to chris so he can explain a little bit about how he ended up getting on board i probably uh, yeah. dragged him in to be fair <laughs> yeah no no chris you just start speaking and the video will will go to you yeah thanks for Thank for you. joining us yeah, no, not at all. Like, I'm actually in front of the edit now, and I'm waiting for like the credit scene, which is going to take an hour. So, uh, <laughs> time to actually kill some time and obviously share the story as well. So, um, yeah, no, thanks for having me on board. I think I, I was actually can't remember what had happened. I think the team that was were going to shoot, um, I think like Europe. I wasn't going to do Europe, and then obviously we planned to do the UK tour. I think I, I got shouted out maybe a month before it, it went on. So I was quite late to the group. But then, yeah, the second I heard about it, I was like, yeah, definitely on board. And I think I did have quite a big influence in trying to turn it into something that could be very watchable or something that I would deem being worth paying for. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my, yeah. <laughs> yeah i would love to hear like what what kind of criteria did you think about when you were doing that and then what's your background i guess like why why were you what, how did chris know to call you when it came to to helping like produce this so i think i first picked up a camera filming parkour mm -hmm. maybe like 15 years ago and i had like a really basic youtube channel yada yada and then mm -hmm. i've kind of been working like seven or eight years sort of commercially oh, okay uh, like film work um and then it was actually like the breach launch film that Chris got me on originally, I think. Okay. That was it, wasn't it, Chris? When was that like maybe yeah. three or four years ago? Yeah, it was about four um, years ago now, yeah. Yeah, we all just kind of like jammed together and made a film. Um, so yeah, maybe was that was that it, Chris? I don't actually know what. Pretty much, yeah, because I just remember obviously Will Will Sutton was in charge of like the edit and obviously like the direction in which it was going. Well, I remember that you'd come along a couple of days and you'd filmed like these these little things that I wouldn't have even thought of, just these little, I don't know how to explain it. It was like little shorts and it was like, um, it was like sh showing like the functionality of some of the items of the clothing. And I think it was like the, the phone zip pocket that we had inside the hoodie and things like that. And you come up with the cool way of how to introduce that. Um, but it was just a quick turnaround on things as well. And I think you did like an alternative edit as well. Um, which completely was obviously a surprise to me. And when I saw that, I was just like, well, this is sick, man. You know what I mean? But obviously we'd known of each other through the community and things like that prior to working together. Um, 
But yeah, Chris was just the guy. Just I could just see his passion and commitment for doing this sort of things. And obviously, he'd expressed during the filming of the brief stuff that this is the sort of stuff that he wanted to do more of. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, before Chris, obviously, I'd already spoken to Hector, um, Hector Pitt, formerly of Bruman. Um, and he'd obviously come on board and said he was down for for filming and things like this um but as soon as chris said he was on board i was so much i was so happy because i knew that he was gonna give so much more shape to what it was that we were doing like he said then about making it more watchable i think those first interactions that we had between myself chris and hector i think hector had this vision in his mind that we were just gonna do a a 20 minute action (laughs) sequence um and then i think with uh, with a, within a within a few minutes, I think Hector realised what was going on. <laughs> that me that me and Chris has had this this vision, that strong vision that we needed to make it a long form piece. And I think that's probably when Hector's head fell off a little bit. But you know what I mean. He still stuck with us. He came on the tour, and he's, he's he, Hector's kind of responsible for smashing out the action edits. Mm. Uh, like like Chris said, Chris is the one who's put all the glue and pulled all those pieces together. And I just think it's a really good, like a mold of, of, of all different styles. And yeah, I just can't wait to show people, man, to be honest. Oh with you. yeah. I can't wait to watch it. And I, I know a little bit about what goes into making a project like this and it's no matter how much you've estimated, it's more than that, you know, like, oh yeah, it, and it's just like, so, and especially that, that element that you're talking about really like giving it a storyline and giving it like, continuity and um suspense and just yeah. like that arc that you know makes something really like sit with you and stay with you uh it's it's not an easy feat and and so i don't know how you guys actually did that especially even like getting it all the way turned around like and it coming out you know in two days so for it to be turned around that fast as well i mean usually <laughs> people people try to put it out that fast and then it comes out two yeah. years after <laughs> so can yeah. you Tell us anything about how this process was um, achieved, and then like, is there, you know, I think, and, and- uh, it's 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 a it's a funny one really, and there's, <laughs> there's so many tales in there, and like me and Chris had a quick chat before we jumped in this call, and we, there was some things we were like, we're not going to talk about that, we're not going to yeah, mention yeah, that, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> there's obviously some things that we can't really talk about, but I think for me, and like I'm still surprised that like. Chris is still my friend after all of this because I've literally been the one who's just like pushing and pushing and pushing. And Chris is like, yeah, I've got like this job and I need to do this and I need to do I'm like, that's, I understand my book. I really want it out for this day. And so originally I'd had these, you know, I'm the dreamer. That's, that's basically my role. I've called myself the producer because I'm the guy that's just pulled everybody in and made this thing happen. I've just been the driving force behind it. Um, and in some senses, that's probably why I've probably come to annoy absolutely everybody that's had the part in it. But do you know what I mean? Like in my mind, I was like, we're going to get this out. We're going to we'll finish in August. We'll get it out for Christmas. Push, push, push. And only last night, me, me we, we were talking about, we, we've been trying to release something every day just to try and keep that hype going and keep people engaged with what we're doing. Because obviously we want as many people as possible to buy the thing to yeah. enable us to do these projects more often. And, and you know, obviously to to grow this culture um and we were speaking last night and chris was just going through some of his old videos on his vimeo channel and he was he just commented on how he had stuff from september last year 
And he was just like, whoa, I actually had this whole section ready, like, you know, ready. It was like good. And, and these are like big chunks of the movie. And, he, and wow. that's the sort of guy Chris is like, once he gets his head focused, he's just bum laser like focus and he just gets it done. So obviously we've had some delays, let's, let's yeah. be honest. It, <laughs> it probably could have been out sooner. Um, and I've literally, this is another reason why I'm grateful for Chris for being involved in the project because he's he's been able to put the leash on me a little bit because obviously I'm like, let's get it out, let's get it out. And I think the key thing really, something that Chris kept saying is, let's not rush this, let's not rush this. And, and you know what? I'm glad we haven't. And to be fair, I think Chris would probably say we've rushed it. And I know there's been many <laughs> nights where Chris has stayed really, really late in his office, just slaying away on, on these edits. Um but you know, it, it, we're just just over a year now since we arrived back from from doing the tour. So, yeah, I think we've 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 done an all right turnaround, and um, and I think we've done a good job as well about get about how to get people back engaged and and back involved. I think having um, Toby jump on the edit for the trailer was a big one, obviously, because he's obviously renowned in in the community, and he's just <laughs> just finished the capstone trailer and stuff like that and the, the hype that that generated so he was definitely the right man for the job and i had no doubt that he was gonna smash it and indeed he did because that video the, the most recent trailer is blown up like and i think we've had all sorts of people messaging us saying when's it out when's it where's <laughs> it gonna be all this man so a lot of hype around it for sure yeah yeah no i'm i mean it's it's incredible um i was gonna ask like what in, in chris thompson your mind is it thompson Sorry. Yeah, just, yeah. Okay. Um, what is that like some of those delineating factors that make something like cross that threshold into, into something you'd pay for or that you would feel good about asking money for? Because, you know, there is sort of um, just a different framework when, when you're like, uh, you know, this is like, I want people to watch it. And then this is going to, you know, be an exchange of, of, of people's hard earned cash. And we know that they're going to want to watch it and it does put it on a different tier. So I'm just curious. Um, how you think about that and and uh yeah of course i think phil doyle actually said this on the trip because it's like mm. 10 guys going on a on a on a parkour tour like isn't really a story it's not really mm -hmm. like a film you kind of have to make something out of that and i felt in order to make this more watchable you had to make it 3d by you know the film has got a lot of animation in it and some stories that we've drawn and i don't know i'm i think i'm quite critical i'm going to pay money towards something i want it to be something more than what you'd find on youtube or instagram like whether it's by the length of it or by the style of content that's used yeah mm. and that's also like I, I you guys kept this pretty well under wraps as well like i mean i, I pay attention i'm not like super involved in, in like you know, scrolling through everyone that's involved in Instagram, but pretty much everyone in the project I'm following and I didn't really hear about it. So you guys announced, so was there like a, a pretty good like policy on keeping this hushed, you know, beneath the radar until it was ready. Cause I don't know how I didn't catch wind of it, honestly, or like know that, you know, that some of these things were happening back when yeah, the tour was happening. We told the athletes to like not post any clips and just mm. kind of keep quite hush. Um, obviously when, when we told everyone that the film's coming out in Christmas and it turned out maybe like less than 10% of the film has been done by Christmas, like some of the clips obviously got agitated because it's got some of the best clips they've ever got. Oh, yeah. You know, you've got a gallery and you're constantly trying to keep your, you know, in Instagram <laughs> updated. 
Um, so I think a couple slipped, but that's kind of how we kept it under wraps. We just like don't yeah. share anything. Yeah. No, yeah, we've had a we've had a group chat going as well. So every now and then we'll get <laughs> someone will <laughs> be like, "Where are we at? Where's the film? Like, oh, how yeah. long is it going to be?" And I think the guys are just itching to sort of. I think they're just proud of what they did in that short space of time, and I think they're just keen for to show the world. And obviously, you know how the medium of media is right now. It's so now it's so instant, and I think it's been a, a hard one for each of the guys, some more than others. Uh, to hold back on some of those clips. So <laughs> fair play to the boys for, for keeping those ones tight for sure. It is definitely hard, it's especially as the the level of of uh, technical and just the progression of of what's possible in movement. Just mm. it just keeps unfolding at an exponential level that it just feels like, oh my God, like it's just gonna be, you know, the, some of the stuff by the time it comes out, it's it sometimes like doesn't have the same impact that you wanted it to have or that it had in the moment. But, but I think what's interesting about all that is that, you know, in, in, because of that progression, actually like the storylines and the stuff that's kind of in between the action ends up being the most memorable stuff from all the films that, you know, we produce in our community and, and otherwise, you know, just, um, I mean, I love the action edits. Don't, don't get me wrong. And I love, you know, some of those big challenges that are, that are iconic. And I'm sure there's some in this film. And at the same time, you know, what kept me going back to rewatch these films is always like the in-between the story, just the, the little details yeah. that like go into the, the, to that process. That's it. I think it's just getting to know the athletes as well, because everything yeah. is so short and punchy on Instagram <laughs> and YouTube. You don't really get to know the individuals. And mm. I think that's something that we could, we would not, it would not have had the same impact if we didn't have Chris, cause he's, he just had that, that that vision from the beginning of, of how is this going to look on, on the back end when it's done? Like, how are we going to achieve what we want to achieve? And we had Daniel and Hector with us, who obviously amazing uh, filmmakers, amazing camera guys and stuff. And But I think they're in the habit of, okay, go. Okay, stop. So we had those guys, but we had Chris, who was just rolling. And, yeah. and I think that's what, and that's what made the difference. And, and obviously he brought along his wireless mics and was just like beating the drum every single day to me. Like, Chris, you need to get these interviews. You need to get these interviews. So, <laughs> you know, if we didn't have that, like Chris's foresight into how this is going to be a, pro, a, pro, a finished product, um, we wouldn't be where we are right now. So Chris legend. Um, and yeah, we, we've managed to get so much personality in there. There's, there's some, some, really really comical moments and stuff like that that we just can't wait people to there's going to be plenty of laugh out loud moments and stuff which is what we wanted it we, we didn't want it to just be in your face action and believe me we've got that uh we wanted it to be a little bit more we wanted to, to a bit more breaking down of the jumps and just a bit more of getting to know the guys as well and and, and trying to understand them and, and and what they do for a living and things like that so there's been we had conversations around their work and, and what they do for money in parkour and stuff like this. So we, Chris mm. had thought out a bunch of questions really, really, really well and, and managed to pull some great insight out of the guys. So I'm excited for that sort of stuff to get across to the, to the audience as well, for sure, man. Yeah, no, that sounds, I love that. I love that. I can't, that's going to be the, my favorite stuff I think probably to watch because I've, I've res, I just love in the, the, the philosophy, the, 
the motivations, the just the whatever it is, the driving force behind each of these people. And then you can see how that is reflected in some of their movement. And that's some of the like the most interesting and, and just rich material to to enjoy. Um, sure, man. How much of the the pandemic and like emerging from, you know, like all these lockdowns and whatever. I mean, maybe this is, you know, let me know if I'm ever stepping onto a, no, no, uh, something that you don't want to talk about and you want to let people discover in the film, but how much of that was affecting like the um, environment? Because it's so interesting to see like how these are such snapshots of the time, you know, Mm, that they recorded. So, um, that was such a crazy time. Yeah. It was funny, wasn't it, Chris? Cause really, I don't know. Like up until we went on the tour, I think because we'd started in late, was it late July or was it early August? I can't even remember. Obviously it was like a year ago now, but it was either late July or the beginning of August when we started. And at that point, um, I'd obviously me personally, I, I'd started to be a bit more like, what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Like people mm-hmm. aren't getting sick and, and it doesn't seem, I, I didn't know anyone personally that was, so I'd started to feel a little bit more relaxed, I think, in the UK because it was sort towards the back end of the lockdown and people thought they'd done enough because in the UK, I mean, I don't know what it was like in the US, but and for us in the UK, there was a period of time where everyone was just indoors. We didn't leave the house. So we felt like we'd done enough at that point. So I think there was, a, there was obviously a little bit of reluctancy. Should we do this? Should we not do this? But I think at that particular time, it just felt like, things were returning back to normal and as long as we kept numbers down and we didn't tell people where we were going to be and have people joining us and things like that then really we should have next to no impact on the environments around us um but i don't know about chris but for me as soon as we got going on the tour it felt like we were back to normal again i felt like there wasn't even uh, didn't feel like there was a pandemic didn't feel like anything was going on at all to be perfectly honest with you Oh, wow. um, which was nice in some sense because it meant that we were able to just focus on what we were, what we were doing. Yeah, Chris, do you yeah. want to chime in? Let us know. How... Yeah, yeah. I think it was like the athletes. I think mean, it was like caged animals that you just like <laughs> and just let them out just to do whatever they want. So I think the day one was going to be our like settling in day where we weren't really meant like we were going to get a bit of footage, but it was more like, you know, let's ease into it. Let's just try and build a relationship with everyone. Like, <laughs> next day we're shooting. We like meet up at the first spot and we're like, bam, in Liverpool. Before we know it, we've got like guys jumping everywhere. Like, Ed Scott <laughs> doing side prees. We've got like the Liverpool locals like throwing water bottles out of their cars. Guys doing like, <laughs> like it just started. Like, and then literally from that <laughs> point, it was like, you know, foot you know, to the pedal and it was just like a million miles an hour. Like we didn't actually, like every day it'd be like, we'd be out at maybe 11, we'd try and hit the roads and then we wouldn't be back to like nine, 10 most nights because we'd just be out shooting the whole time. Do you know what? It sounds pretty intense, but like I wouldn't change it for the world. Like, mm. yeah, you know, there's a hell of an experience. Yeah. And the relationships I've built with these guys now, you know, it's so good. And that, that's something, because I sort of stepped out of the world for about five or six years. And I think, you know, sleeping on your your friend's couch or whatever, you go training for a week and you get to just be around people for such a long amount of time, like 24 hours um, training, sleeping, everything. I don't know, the kind of friendship and the stories you build in those times, like the most memorable. So, yeah, that was really, 
that's what really hit home to me what i'd missed in parkour mm. and i think that's why making this is so special to me now because i think parkour without realizing it gave me so much now like my career filming steered like so many things in my life so i think when chris fridgeny put me on this i was like look this is just my like token back to the parkour world thing that's it because you know it's given me so much so if this film encourages other teams to go out and do the same thing and create this parkour money ecosystem that we want so bad then, yeah. yeah then it's a win for me then i'm happy you know 100 percent yeah man. There's no denying like those tours, like I've been on a few short tours and a long tour in my life. And that is easily like, yeah, I mean, there's just nothing, there's <laughs> nothing to say. It's just like, that is the most, that's the highest value. I think experience that tends to come out of some of my, you know, relationship to the community as well as just going on tour. There's something about it. I don't know what it is, <laughs> Yeah, but just I dedicating think it's like yourself. That, it's that camaraderie as well that yeah. you build up between each other, especially I think obviously you came to the UK, didn't you? On, on one of the tours that you did with yeah, you guys, yeah. and I think when you're out of your comfort zone and you're in an area you don't know, you tend to just bond together really well with those with those people. And I think that was something that was just really nice about that particular group of people that we went with is that everybody had an understanding of what the goal was. Um, and obviously, we had some heavy hitters. Um, and having people like Ed Scott, like I think it's something that comes out and it's translated in the film, just like what an absolute monster that guy is. Like it's it's it honestly just unreal, like his work rate. Again, I don't want to, there's, there's so much I'm trying to hold back because I know, I'm stuff like, that gets spoken about in the, in, in the film, but like that guy's on another level, man. And I think literally every single other athlete was just like, so for this guy, <laughs> what's up with him? But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we go into it a little bit when we do ask Ed and he does open up a little bit about um, and he tries to give an, an, an explanation as to how he was able to maintain such a high level for such a, a, a long period of time. So I won't give anyway, any any secrets away, but mm. uh, yeah, it's basically just wizardry. That's the only way to describe it. <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. It's wizardry. Oh man. Yeah. It is, <laughs> it is, it is crazy. Like to see like some people like the cream, of the crop is what I like used to joke with uh, our friend Dante about. And it's just like, they're all cream of the crop, but then sometimes there's just like even more, just like, what is going on? There's like somebody who feeds off yeah. that energy, like extra. Mm. And um, there's some just it really inspirational figures that just inspire even the inspiring. So, and Ed's definitely That's one it. of those folks. Um, and that, and that was the key thing for me as well was, was I've just, you see all the projects that have come before this one, it's always been like an individual team or like an individual affiliation yeah. or, or whatever. But the thing for me was like, when I think of the, the old skate videos that I used to watch, it was literally just the best of the best. They just get all the best guys together and yeah. film <laughs> and see what happens. And I think that's what's different about this one is we, we went restricted to, okay, we're, got, we're only going to have people that are in breach or we're only going to have people that are remote. So we just said, no, no, forget that. And obviously it was invite only. So we invited each individual person. And I really, in my mind, I thought it through. It was like, I was building like an all-star cast and, and making sure that I had. Yeah. It's like an ensemble. Flow it's the first parkour ensemble film. Yeah, it's crazy. Man, literally. And that's why we ended up going with like the Avengers style 
movie poster as well oh, because yeah. it was like we yeah like in my mind i was like right, we've got a guy we've got joe he's, he's doing the descents like the the nasty little movements that he's doing you got ed he's just like a powerhouse just tricking monster like george has got the spring and the power you got we got matt mccreary over as well which is just a, an amazing thing to have him over it was like we wanted him there from the beginning uh, but he had some work commitments and I think he was over in France at the time. So I started like the the Matt McCreary fund like at the <laughs> beginning of the tour being like, guys, we need to get Matt with us. Do you think we should? I was like, because at this point, like I was like on zero money. So I was just like, does anyone want to chip in and get Matt over? And then in the end, I think me and Chris just decided it was the right thing to do. So we ended up getting him and he like joined us for the London leg of the tour and yeah, it was just brilliant to have someone of Matt's level as well with us and the, the sort of the creative movement that he comes up with as well. It's just nice to have that balance of, of athletes and, and everybody just feeding off that energy and bringing something different and um, and the right mix of personalities as well. It was nice towards the end of the tour that people started to get used to the camera being there. I think at the beginning, people are a bit like, are you filming me now? Are you? Oh, right, okay. <laughs> but towards the end, everybody loosened up and you, you start to get a real sense of, of uh, people's personalities, which is just great to see for sure. I love that. Yeah. The dynamics. I'm very curious to see like how some of these guys, I know everyone like more or less has interacted, but you know, there's a difference when you're actually on that, that journey together. And like, yeah, it, that's going to be really cool to see um yeah can we talk about a little bit you know just you know where we're headed you know where you know this this film is another uh step towards you know we talked you talked you mentioned the just ecosystem you know that we can help parkour just really yeah. expand and thrive and help these athletes get you know i'm sure it's a big topic in the film just get more of the the freedom to to really practice and push themselves and and live this lifestyle um, yeah man. so i was just absolutely absolutely for me i think for me i've always just wanted to create opportunities i've always been passionate about young people and, and seeing people do stuff that they love and believe in and to be able to build a future from that and i feel like for me i'm just super passionate about that that's what i want to do like in the same way chris felt like he was this is his gift back to the community. I feel like the position that I'm in, I was the one that was able to make this thing happen. I knew each of those individuals and I was able to get Chris and Hector and Danny and get everybody involved in this project. And the goal for me was always to create that money ecosystem. And um, I talk about it a little bit in the film, obviously at this particular point, we're not right there, but yeah. we're going in the right direction. <laughs> and I think, um, for me and Chris, we've had conversations afterwards and stuff. And obviously we've learned a lot from doing this project. I think there's a lot we wouldn't do. There's a lot we would do next time around. And I think we've, we've like got wisdom through this project. And, and I think, I don't know about Chris, but the, obviously the fire is still burning in me and I'm still passionate and still want to just push this. And I'm ready to do the next one. <laughs> obviously <laughs> workload wise, like, Chris is probably already thinking, oh shit. <laughs> but it's one of those things. It's like, I think already Chris is like, yeah, this is something that I want to do. And I think we've we've had we've had talks about how we want to like you set more of a business up around it kind of thing. And obviously we've called it breach productions and stuff like that. And we definitely want to uh work on more projects moving forwards. Um and yeah, just excited one, one thing is I've, I've seen the film maybe 16 times i was telling chris this he, he laughs every time i tell him but I've, 
I've watched it 75 minutes long and I've watched the whole thing 16 times, man. And I still get to the end of the film and go, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, if that's happening to me, like I'm, I'm a, I know for damn sure anybody who's watching it is going to get to the end and go, Where's the, I want more. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah, we want to just deliver that. Basically we want to, we want to fulfill that need. And I think, um, from conversations with the guys that have been involved, George and Ed and people like that, they've, they both come up to me and just said, you can tell us when you're doing the next one and we're 100% down to do it again. So mm. yeah, man, let, let's just keep, let's keep doing it, man. Let, let's, let's allow this to be the start of something, um, something great. Let's get more athletes involved, depending on what travel restrictions do. Let's do Europe. Let's do North America. I don't know, man. Let's, it, it could, the, end, the, the possibilities are endless with it, really, aren't they? Um, but obviously it's all dependent on how much, support we get from the community really whether they truly get behind this film and and give up their hard-earned cash like you said yeah. at the beginning if, if if they get behind it in the way that we know that they can then there's no reason why we can't do this again next year or the year after or whenever we decide to do it again for sure 100 percent. i uh yeah i i the older i get the more i realize just how much it means to to really just keep supporting, you know, these brands and th these projects when they come out, especially because they are just mad effort and you can keep the, keep us going just to get that extra support. And yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. So I'm definitely going to be on it. I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm guessing breach.com. And then uh, I don't know if like there's a countered right now, or if there's like uh, what, <laughs> what what's the hour that it goes live, but I'm going to be right in front of that thing with my yeah. credit card. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm pumped, man. <laughs> And um, yeah, yeah, man, I just, I'm, I'm really excited for, for something like this to be coming out, especially so soon. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of, yeah. we have some big projects coming out, but we haven't had um, a big paid one, you know, since I guess, I, I don't know. I can't remember all of them. I'm sure like there's some that I haven't kept track of, but it's been, yeah. it's been a minute since, since we've as a community felt like, you know, we've wanted to put something out this of this magnitude. So yeah, that's it, man. And I feel like just at this particular time in the world and in, in 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 all of time, I think it's uh it's needed, man. I think it's it's gonna give people a bit of hope and it's gonna spare people on. And I, and I know for a fact that people are gonna watch this. Uh, obviously, everybody who's in Eindhoven gathering in Eindhoven right now for own the spots actually gonna get a, an early screening tomorrow. Oh, sick. Uh, which Chris hates, by the way, because it just means that he's got one day less basically to get things ready. But um, it, that's going to be a great opportunity. And I know that everybody's going to sit down, watch that film, and they're going to be training at own the spot the following day. So they're going to be full of inspiration and just raring to go, man. And that's what we want to do, man. We, we just want to inspire people and, and get people pumped up to get out there and, and train and, and to do their own projects as well, man. Like, don't just be brave with it. You know what I mean? We were, we were bold in what we did and we, we stepped out. And from a, from a financial perspective for me, it was a difficult one really because, uh, I kind of had like this amount of money and I was like, what, what can I do with this? It was like right in the middle of the pandemic. I was like, I could either bring out a line of clothing and just push some promotion behind that and just keep the brand going and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I just had this desire to do this film. So for me, it was a bit of a roll of the dice. Um, obviously we brought out the tour t-shirts and, and people supported us and bought the tour t-shirt, which was enabled us to, to get the vans and things like that, which, which we were able to travel around. But obviously I put a lot of money into this. Uh, even Chris has 
invested in this thing as well. Um, so it's been it's been a it's been a bit of a difficult year, and I think just I've, that's one of the reasons why I keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it because I just need that. I need to see something from it, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's this has been like this balance, uh, but. I just think it's worth it, man. Like, even though it's been a difficult year um, financially, I just, it's been worth it. Just one for the experience of just joining with those guys for the 10 days and, and, and going on that journey. Um, but two, to actually be two days away from the finished product, from the finish line to, to actually showing the world what we've, what we've done, man. It's, it's hundred percent worth it, man, for sure. Yeah, I can't, I can't, uh, can't add to that. It's, it's just awesome. Is there anything that you want to say about like what, what sets this movie apart, or what makes what's it, what's the original like, um, just contribution that you feel like is, is, is making this movie just different from any other? Yeah. So for me personally, it's not being restricted just one team of people like whereas every every other project that i can think of that's come before this one has been one team they just stay in that core and and they create a piece a product and they put it out whereas this was as close to community as as we could get it it was just you, you know yourself if you if you go to a jam and you go to a gathering the, obviously you're not going to get Moses just stuck together like that you're not going <laughs> to yeah. yeah like team fat just stuck together <laughs> everybody just trains with absolutely everybody and, and that was the key thing for me really was just to break down those boundaries with this project and, and just and, and everybody knows that that's what the community is like everybody knows you yeah. can go to a jam and you can meet the star guys and i know for people that i haven't met them like like if you meet them in person that's who they are that they, they, they want to train with you just as much as you want to train with them and that's the community that we come from and, and that's what we try to to show with this film it, it was just about breaking down those boundaries of having these affiliations and these individual team projects we wanted to just do something that incorporated everybody really and and, and i think um Stara put it pretty well it's it was, it's, a, it's a uk throwdown and that, that's what it feels yeah. like for me it's, it's it was it was obviously for the longest time now, it it, it kind of has felt like UK has been the capital of where a lot of the best athletes are coming from, like all the eyes are towards the YouTube videos and the content that's coming out of the UK. And this is just an opportunity for us to just put some of the spots on the map and put some of these people on the map as well and just be like, yo, this is what we got, man. Um, Chris, I was going to ask you the same question, you know, just what do you feel like sets this one apart from things that you've seen come out in the parkour world? And uh, obviously your own maybe commercial work yeah of course like i don't want to sound like really patriotic because i'm not but it's <laughs> like really raw and english mm. uh like from the uk like just from the way that we chose um like the soundtrack like humor uh just like the themes like that was something we were really keen to like really get across and we did do an early screening i think dom said in his interview that it was like really reminiscent of that. So the fact that, yeah, someone from the complete opposite side of the world thinks it feels, and you know, it, it says England, it feels like that. That was something that, you know, I was really pleased because that's, that's what we wanted to achieve. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of my like corporate work and stuff, like, I think it's everything I'd want to see in a video. Do you know what I mean? It's like, 
with Instagram, what people's attention spans are like now, um, we were keep we kept that in mind, and we are just constantly feeding people like new information constantly. Like it never gets dull. Like as soon as the action ends, and like comedy part or it goes into animation, like there's never like any dull moment. So, you know, I'm hoping people get to the end of it and they're like, wow, like 75 minutes just gone by. Like that was a trip. Like <laughs> what we, kind of that's what we want people to do. So yeah. Like Heck yeah no man i can't wait that sounds it sounds like there's just so much behind it yeah i mean there was lots of great little quotes in the trailer and it sounds like just people are raving about it um where are we so where are we going to find it when it does come live it looks like it's it's going to be so no on one misses vimeo, vimeo okay. on demand so okay. i think when when the channel goes live it'll, it'll enable us to share the link basically so um we'll probably be putting it live probably mid midday on Saturday. So the channel's up um, and then the video will go live at 6 p.m. UK time. So I think it's about 1 p.m. Eastern time over, over in the US. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah so, so at that particular point, we'll just have the link up everywhere. Um, I'm going to create like a template for the guys to share on their story. I think Instagram's changed. They don't need to swipe up anymore. I think it's just a little button mm. for a link now. So, yeah, I'm just going to give everybody like a, a slate that they can put on their stories that they can just neatly put the link on there and people could just click through from there. So, um, yeah, so look out for that on, on Saturday, Saturday the 25th, two days time. I don't know when this video is going to I'll, I'll gonna I'm going to drop this this evening. I think I'm going to just get right into okay. it. You know, inspired cool. by Chris's work here, I'm going to turn around, get the <laughs> editing. I only have to chop like two clips together and, and sync some audio. So I, I got easy work in front of me. Um, nice plan. But yeah, man, yeah, enter the breach. Like, what else can we say? I, I appreciate you guys, you know, giving some time, especially, you know, with everything you got going on right up until this release. And um, I just really, really excited to watch this film and uh, and share it around the community. Fantastic, man. And guys, for, for everybody watching, I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you share it about, talk about it. Leave us the review, a comment on the channel and just let us know. We're happy to have any feedback that you've got to give about it. And yeah, we just hope you guys enjoy it. Perfect. Ooh, boy. There it was. Episode 101. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Big thanks to Chris Ilabaca and Chris Thompson for their contribution to this conversation and sharing their time with us. Check out the film. All the links will be in the description, although they won't technically be live until it's time. So stay subscribed and tuned in to breach and their channels and the athletes in the film and you will know where to go when the film is released um much love to everyone who listens thank you if you have any feedback you can send it to me directly you know how to use the internet and i'll see you in the next episode much love <laughs>